Hello everyone and welcome to the TikTok and mental health podcast by the Young Advisors. I'm Jack and I'll be hosting the podcast today. I'll be joined by my fellow Young Advisor, Harry. Hello. And a guest, my friend and TikTok creator, Charlotte. Hi. This podcast will be a part of our social media podcast series focusing on the platform of TikTok. In this podcast, we will explore our opinions of TikTok videos the community on TikTok, as well as on TikTok creators. We will also explore our own individual experiences using TikTok and how it has impacted on our mental well-being. Before we start, I'm just going to give a, a few kind of like context background facts. So the first, they're all based on three different studies, but the first study found that during the first week of lockdown in 2020, in the United Kingdom, downloads of the app increased by 34%. So there's been quite a growth in kind of like the usage rate of TikTok lately. It has also been reported that 41% of TikTok users are aged 16 to 24. And children aged 4 to 15 spend almost as much time on TikTok as they do watching YouTube videos. So again, like based on these last two facts, it's evident that TikTok is very popular amongst young people. Um, but yes, first of all, we're going to be moving on to the positive experiences of TikTok. So I'll start with you, Charlotte. So what do you use TikTok for? And would you say that you've come across any content which inspires you or has been beneficial towards your mental well-being? Yeah, definitely. I mean, TikTok has definitely been a positive experience for me. Um, I, I say I downloaded the app in, two, in December 2019 and I started creating content around this time last year. Um, and one of the biggest, like uh, the biggest, like the creators who inspired me the most was uh, a girl called Eden Harves. Um, she does a lot of like, she does like different types of TikToks. She does like sort of like POV. She does um, like, like sort of like little daily vlogs, like day in the life. Um, and then she also talks about mental health as well. Um, so she definitely inspired me to start making my own content. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I said, there have been times where um, I've come across negative comments, of course, on TikTok. But in terms of like the more positive side, I've definitely had a positive experience in terms of it's definitely helped my mental health. Oh, so that's really inspiring. So not only do you use TikTok to kind of like watch Eden's content, for example, but you also use it to upload your own content on there. So what, so what kind of content would you say that, that you make? I mean, I, I tried to make co uh, comedy content. I think it depends. Some people might find me funny. Some people might not. Um, I tried to do like more relatable content. So like if you watch it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, I've been in that situation or like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what she means by that. Um, but yeah, so that's the type of things that I do. And then I, I do try and go live um, as much as I as much as I can and stuff like that. But um, obviously, I'm, I'm still working through lockdown. So I uh, throughout the day, it can be hard to find the time to do it but when I go live for me it's like sort of like creating a place where people can kind of come like for me like TikTok is an escape so the point of my content has always been to create a place where people feel like they can sort of escape to do you know what I mean forget that forget like daily life or forget their problems if they want something to laugh at or if they want something just to watch like that's what I want my content to be and that's what I'm hoping uh, my followers kind of get from that Oh, that sounds really inspiring, like creating a, a safe space for your followers to escape to. But moving on to you now, Harry, um, what do you use TikTok for? Do you use TikTok at all? Um, have you come across any content on it which inspires your, it's been beneficial towards your mental health? 
Um, I I have had TikTok since lockdown started, which was March twenty third. So it well, it wasn't that day, but it was around that time because um, I think it's really taken off in the last year because of the pandemic because everyone's stuck at home looking for things to do things to engage with content I mean content creators across the board on every platform I think I've had like the busiest year because there's not really normal life interfering so they're constantly learning constantly creating new things um I just use it there's only like a few select few accounts that I follow um so I use it for entertainment and then in terms of like the positive um, side of TikTok, I, um, on the For You page, obviously, if you're connected with like your Facebook, it brings up like uh, friends accounts. And there's this uh, one guy who I went to university with who's called Sam Brearley. And I think he um, is called Brearley Sam on TikTok. And he's got like nearly 25,000 followers. And he is so consistent with his uploading, but his content is all about, positive mental health so what's been really inspiring is he does these like really short videos about um the kind of like little skits like he did think something that was like the sleep police that he uploads at like stupid o'clock in the mornings for people who are scrolling on the phone and can't really sleep and he's like telling them off and telling that they need to go to bed but like in a in a positive way and then he'll, he'll do things and um he'll do videos about giving people positive affirmations and and stuff like that. And I found that really inspiring. And what was even more inspiring was seeing the comment section. So there's like hundreds of comments on these videos of people all sort of either discussing what problems they've got going on at the minute. And then other users will reply back to that, like giving that person a boost. And that was, I mean, in a sad way, it was kind of like the first sort of thing I seen like that on TikTok, you know, aside from all the obvious, the challenges and the dancing and all that kind of thing. Um, that was a, a type of content that I thought was really inspiring and kind of what needs to be out there more. Interesting. So, I mean, I, I've definitely seen positive content as well through mental health. Like for me, the content that I've seen just on my feed in general has been to do with recovery stories. So mainly stories about um, experiences recovering from mental kind of um, disorders such as depression, anxiety, sometimes even eating disorders. Um, and yeah, I, I think that that content actually, it is quite niche to be fair, like you said. And although that there is inspiring content, I suppose it is actually a, a minority perhaps, would you say? Yeah, it's, um, I, I think I've, I'm at like, the age where I've grown up with different platforms coming and going that have like taken like the demographics attention for a while. So I remember Tumblr having the same sort of thing. I remember Vine having the same sort of thing, Instagram, YouTube, and now TikTok's like the top platform um, where the it's a lot of the same stuff that always happens across all those sites and every few years is like the same content but just by new people and it's very rare that you come across something that's very um wholesome i guess um and it's refreshing because everyone talks about mental health but well now they do but you know it's very rare that there's just being positive for positive sake 
you know, instead of going, look after your mental health, it's like, I'm going to actually give you a tip on how to do that, or I'm going to try and motivate you, or I'm going to um, pretend to be someone who's angry with you because you haven't drunk enough water today. Like, you know, it's just, um, it's nice to see that. And I hope that that becomes a bigger part of social media. Definitely. So, um, yeah, hopefully this this niche kind of area of TikTok will expand because of what people have realised during lockdown. But, um, yeah, I, I might as well say what I use TikTok for. So um, I mainly use TikTok for kind of like just watching videos, really. Like I'm not a creator. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm much like Harry in the fact that I literally just use TikTok to, to watch people's videos. Although I'd say that I, I follow more accounts perhaps than Harry does. And I follow a lot of like strangers accounts purely because they're inspiring and positive. And I like to, it's the same as my Instagram really. And the fact that I like to tailor my feed towards inspiring and positive content. And sometimes even content that's like mirrors my hobbies and interests. Like um, I'm a big fan of Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. So I follow content to do with that as well. And I find that that's really kind of like um, uplifting in a way. But um, yeah, moving on to the next part of this section. So start again with Charlotte. So what do you think of the TikTok community in general then, would you say? I mean, as I said, with, with TikTok, uh, obviously I've come across negative comments, not just on my videos, but on like other people's videos and things like that. Um, I've seen some really horrible Send me stuff their addresses with... immediately. I will find them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in terms of uh, the positive side, no, I mean, that the TikTok community is really good, actually. I think I told you about this, uh, Jack, the other night. I... Um, went on to uh, a live, uh, Cara Stewart. She's got, um, I think, I believe that's it. I know her name's Cara, but I think that's her last name, her last name's Stewart, I think. Um, and I went on to her live. She's got like 300,000 followers. Um, and I just went on there and I said, hello. And she literally was like, she saw me and my comments, she was like, your profile picture's so pretty. And she gave me a follow. And I just think like, that is like the, like, the kind of person that you want to follow on TikTok, like people who are kind. And that's what I like to do. I like to find people who create content and who are genuinely kind. So I've definitely come across really lovely people on TikTok and people that genuinely want to um, like be friends with other people and inspire other people. So yeah, I mean, my overall uh, opinion of the TikTok community is that it can be a really lovely place. It's like with any social media, um, if it's used correctly, it can be a beautiful place and it can be a positive place to be. Um, obviously, there are people who try to use it negatively. Um, but when people use it to be positive and to um, and to uplift other people and it's like, you know, like I see that this video is like girls supporting girls and people like just people supporting other people and other creators. It is such a lovely place to be. Um, and yeah, as I said, it, that is part of that. That's why it has helped my mental health, you know, knowing that there's people who enjoy my content and knowing that I enjoy other people's content it's just very positive yeah so it's funny that you mentioned um the whole live thing with, with Cara Stewart I do remember that conversation that you talked about the other day I mean it's so kind of like refreshing to think that um not everyone who has a high number of followers will actually kind of like look down on their followers because I mean, at least by my experience of using TikTok, um, quite often people with more followers 
like in the the million ranges especially tend to be um quite narcissistic actually and quite um um to put it bluntly quite snobby like looking down on others so it's refreshing to hear that your friend um isn't like that but yeah i've also shared similar positive experiences of lives as well in, in the tiktok community like that's actually one of the reasons why i use tiktok um at the moment like i actually like just going on to random lives and just um just just listening to what this random person has to say on their on their live stream really and i've made um quite a few friends recently by doing that yourself included of course <laughs> but um yeah i do think it's really it's it, it's really refreshing when when you do go on to a stranger's live actually like to put it simply a stranger yeah when you go on to a stranger's live and they're actually really nice to you and, and, and they compliment you and it's like oh like i have a bit more faith in the world <laughs> but um anyway and moving on to um to harry and um, what is your general kind of like opinion of the tiktok community i mean if we talk about like the mainstream tiktok community like the people with the most followers and stuff i honestly could not care less um <laughs> because to me it's recycled everything that they've done has been done before on the different platforms i've spoke about before and you know it's great that these are young people who are you know creating careers for themselves and all that sort of stuff but it seems very vapid to me if that makes sense it seems kind of like i don't really understand the point um and using the word community in reference to tiktok i genuinely think it's not just a community like each sort of type of content has its own community if that makes sense there's so many subsections so many niches that has its own community and it has its own followers even from creators creator has a completely different following you know um what has what really sort of drew me into it so i've had the app downloaded and then i haven't i haven't used it consistently in a year i have sort of gone in waves of going on and off it and i really enjoyed following tiktoks about like the black lives matter movement um which was something i followed since 2013 i want to say when i was um yeah i studied it and then obviously all the the protests and things were happening last year and it was really interesting that people were using that platform to expose the injustices and then there was bigger creators who were you know, even if they were tokenistically going to a march, which I saw and it angered me that they were just going to a march to basically TikTok to be like, and I'm here, which, you know, their intentions are terrible. But the fact that they've used the platform to put that message out there and get younger people um, engaged and more aware about it is good. I also followed a lot of stuff about the Free Britney movement, which I know documentary um framing britney spears has just aired in the last week over the across the world and here in the uk and a lot of that information if not more detailed than the actual documentaries itself are, are on little tiktoks like people post um specific pieces of evidence specific uh, specific video specific voice uh, clips and all that sort of stuff where i'm thinking this is how to use a platform to spread messages about injustice you know and get people riled up and some of the stuff that they post like the videos of people being um attacked by the police because of their skin color or the fact that you know you've got an a, an international megastar with basically no human rights um is very upsetting and it's very disturbing to say the least when you see it but it's the reaction it causes and the fact that those videos are so popular i think 
is 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 a sign that you know social media is moving in a positive step hopefully yeah so i think you're definitely right in the the aspect that um tiktok doesn't just have one community it has these different communities within it based on different fandoms and different creators based yeah, on different definitely. movements as well so if you want to add to that charlotte yeah no i i 100 agree i mean like you're right tiktok is not just one community there's definitely because like i said like not everyone posts like exactly the same content like everyone sort of got you've got like uh you know people who uh, talk about mental health and then you've got sort of people who do maybe like acting or they um I've even seen like people who are like chefs and stuff like that and do like 60 second recipes and ideas and you know it's you're right it is definitely not one big community there's definitely loads of little communities in within the tick within the TikTok community if that makes sense Oh, definitely. So just aware of time, so we'll move on to the final part of this first section. So I know that we've touched on it briefly, um, that um, we basically used TikTok throughout lockdown on and off, but the both of us, like all three of us. So I was just kind of wondering, do you think it's um, a good or an effective way to, to combat isolation and loneliness with lockdown in mind? We'll start with Charlotte. Um, personally, yes, I, th- I think it can, again, it can be good if you uh, use it for uh, the right thing. So as I said, if you want something to sort of pass the time or to keep you entertained, because I, I, I think that's really good if you want something to keep you entertained. TikTok is very good in that sense. Um, uh, I know that sometimes obviously being in lockdown and stuff, I mean, I, I don't live on my own. I live, I live with my parents, but um, I know sometimes like uh, like I, I would have been scrolling through TikTok for about three hours and then I sort of come out of it and I feel a bit like like it sort of hits reality again especially from having a bad day I think that's sort of like the negative thing is like sometimes maybe you can get a bit too lost in it um, so I think it's always good that if you are going to use TikTok always just take a break don't spend like six seven hours scrolling through it um, always give yourself a break like you would you know if you were watching tv or doing work like it's not good to stay on there for a long period of time but um, if you're on there and you're looking at the content you like to look at um, and you're not leaving hate then yeah I, th- I think it is a good way to um, or and you're using it obviously to chat to other people make friends and yeah I do think it is can be a good way to combat loneliness and isolation oh that's that's very kind of um inspiring what you just said there so basically in, in short you think that tiktok can be it can be good for loneliness if you use it in moderation because you can make new friends you can watch content that you think is positive or and fascinates you in a way um, but at the same time you should be mindful of using it too much because it can kind of suck you in and it can have you scrolling for hours pretty much yeah definitely i mean yeah you do need to it's, it's like if it's like if you go to work isn't it or you do like a, like a uh eight nine hour shift you still need to have a break at some point um like mainly because like you you need to give your mind a rest so yeah definitely if you're on tiktok just always be careful to give yourself like a a proper break from it as well and you know make sure that you're doing things in your like other things in your daily life you're not like uh not doing your responsibilities and not uh like not putting tiktok before other things like more important things in your life if you get what i mean Definitely. So, Harry, would you would you say that TikTok has been a good way to combat isolation, loneliness? Um, I think it's more of a distraction 
really i i think it depends on how you engage if you're just someone like me who's just a viewer like you don't really engage in the comments or lives or anything like that um it's like a distraction and me and my friends joke about it being like a wormhole because you might just go like a friend might send you a link to a tiktok that they find funny so you watch that and then you scroll and then all of a sudden three days have passed um but then you know when we've spoke about the communities previously um that might be a good way to combat isolation and loneliness because you know you're sort of building virtual friends and you're still engaging with people and i think at the minute we're all so separated that it's nice that you can sort of communicate that way and you actually have things to talk about because that's a massive issue at the minute is that you know nothing's changing in the world in terms of like restrictions and um people being alone and not being allowed to see their family and friends and stuff for obvious reasons so it's nice that you know there's content to actually have discussion over oh definitely so on the one hand, um, I, I like the whole idea of a wormhole that you described there because I definitely can relate to that in the fact that I will be scrolling through videos and before I know it, three or four hours, sometimes even five hours have just flown by and it's just it's surprising really, it's actually quite shocking. But again, like it's important to kind of like to, as, to use it as a platform to network, like you said, especially during times like this where we're often confined to our own homes and we're unable to to meet out with our friends socially um, in outdoors or anywhere else really. So yeah, I think it's important for that, like you said. But yeah, um, moving on from the, the positive experiences now, we'll, we'll start with Harry this time on the, the negative experience of TikTok. So would you say that there are any unpleasant experiences or personal stories um, using TikTok that you would like to share with us? Sure. I mean, one of my points is something that I, you know, I touched on earlier about the mainstream culture of it that has been recycled throughout the years on different platforms where it is, you know, really attractive young people posting these like challenges that don't really take a lot of effort and they get millions upon millions of views um, and praised and like worshipped by really young audiences and that even though that's great for them and it's great to be a fan of someone and someone's content it subconsciously and sometimes consciously puts pressure and um, expectations on their audience to do the same thing or to compete or to negatively compare themselves like why don't I look like this person there's certain um filters on it like the inverted filter which was a massive like challenge where people put the inverted filter on so that the image would invert and it was basically showing you what people see you um as instead of like how your reflection naturally um flips around itself in the mirror you're seeing how other people are seeing you and obviously your brain can't compute that because that's not what you're used to your own idea of yourself looking like if that makes sense so every single time i've seen that challenge done in particular uh, is people talking really negatively about their own appearance there's obviously filters that people do and challenges do to see if your teeth are white enough there's um there are so many tiktoks of people getting plastic surgery and counting down the days till they have a nose job and you know stuff like that like my own experience i've had plastic surgery and i it's such a personal thing that the the fact that some people are doing this to because they know it will get them views because it's like controversial or taboo or whatever 
um is quite sad it's like quite um it says a lot about the intention behind it you know and the fact that the comments then praise them and then there's comments that get thousands of likes where it's um, me when I like save my money up on turn 18 or something like that I'm thinking how young are these children where that's their goal because they've seen it on a TikTok and you know those it sounds ridiculous but they really are the seeds that get planted in people's heads it's all these really little things that build up this sort of negative self-image and the comparison between um, themselves and others thinking that they're not good enough or that they're not as good as that person or they're not as good looking or they're not as talented or ABC and you know I see really really young children like primary school age children on TikTok when I don't even think it's legal for them to be on it but nothing ever happens about it and people think it's quite innocent because they're just doing dances and stuff but it's why do they feel the need to do that what pressure are they feeling where in order for me to be cool I need to be on TikTok and I need to screenshot drama I'm having with my friends at the age of 11 all over TikTok and people then bashing 11 year olds in comment sections. And, you know, it's a, like I said, it's a thing that has happened on other apps. It's just with TikTok at the minute because it's so massive. And I don't think we've actually seen a social media platform take off like this, where there is that many people around the world from every walk of life on one app it just leaves people open to criticism, to negative um, pressure, negative self um, images. And then there's other things where, just as you spoke earlier, Jack, about recovery accounts for mental health, um, for mental health, I have seen accounts that get recommended for me because I've liked positive uh, things like Sam's content. Um, and it's people who are glorifying self-harm and glorifying being in the crisis team and glorifying suicide attempts. And I literally saw a TikTok yesterday where it was a girl um, just filming the two police officers who were sat next to her hospital bed because she'd taken an overdose. So now she's in the crisis team and it's the caption of something like police checking on me because I'm... Um, I'm back in the crisis team after an OD with like a rolling eye emoji. And then everyone in the comments like, oh yeah. And then just bashing the crisis teams, bashing mental health services, bashing the police. And, you know, if you've got a valid point and valid criticism, obviously it's free speech, say what you want. But the fact that you're using a platform where you've got such a big audience, you don't know how old the audience is. You don't know the effect it's having. And are you saying, oh, this is a good way for me to get attention? Like I um, worked in children's mental health services for five years. And at the beginning of last year, before lockdown, um, we had to have a full brief with a young teenager who thought because she'd ended her therapy group, her 16 week therapy group, and it was the final session. And, you know, we'd had food in and stuff that her and the other girls in a therapy session should start making a TikTok and they could not understand why it was inappropriate. And like the caption was like, Fin uh, finally completed my therapy course and they're all dancing and it's like this glor glorification of mental illness and that's been a thing I've struggled with growing up is seeing people who are pro self-harm pro eating disorders pro depression and when you've already got that seed in your head as I spoke about earlier it will carry on and it validates those thoughts and then it gets worse you know so it's a very very slippery slope with all that stuff I'm also aware I've just spoke for about 300 hours so sorry to everyone <laughs> No, no, that's fine. Like you've given us a very rich description of um, experiences there, and I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you've definitely kind of like encompassed a lot of the points that I was going to be drawing on. So yeah, like I think that a lot of the stuff you said is very accurate. 
um, especially stuff to do with body image, self-image. Like, I feel like it's everywhere. Like, even if I don't intend to be kind of um, um, disrespectful towards body image, like, I do feel that at times with all these different challenges, it does promote kind of like the, the skinny um, slim mm-hmm. white female body type especially yeah my um, point my point is like why are they there why are they why have they been created and why have they been promoted by tiktok itself as a platform you know why has tiktok gone out of its way to create filters that are only used to make you shocked at the way that you look do you know what i'm saying like why would you why would you do that why would you even allow that on there um i know instagram have banned certain hashtags that are pro self-harm and pro mental illness um across the board and i think tiktok has sort of stuck behind that because that content's still there and it's still getting millions of views you know that's my question like how do we change that i think that the sad truth is uh, at the moment tiktok is actually profiting from keeping those filters and it's it's kind of like that above the ethical implications of it and obviously it is kind of like planting seeds in these young people's minds and it is kind of encouraging people to be dissatisfied about their appearance so yeah, that's a very valid point there, but just aware of time. So we'll move on to Charlotte. Um, are there any unpleasant experience of TikTok that you would like to share with us? I mean, I, I said, I think a lot of what Harry said is accurate. Um, I mean, I going through TikTok, as I said, I've seen some really awful things on, not necessarily on my For You page, but well, I probably have, and I probably just scroll past it, but then like comments and stuff like that like I I think it was literally yesterday or the day before this girl made a video in response to a comment that had been left on someone else's video um I won't go into detail about what the comment said it was vile it was awful um it literally brought a tear to my eye to think that somebody could actually say that to another human being it's just like the bullying side of it definitely I mean the as I said some comments and stuff that I've seen like people there are people that genuinely just use TikTok like to bully other people. Like they'll leave all these nasty comments. You go onto their profile, they've not got a profile picture, they've not got any posts, um, they've, you know, they've got not even really got a proper username. Do you know what I mean? It's like to them, like TikTok is just a place to bully other people. Um, so I think that is definitely a negative, a very negative side of TikTok. And also as well, I think um I don't know, uh I, I, touching on sort of what Harry said, a lot of videos who who promote, you know, um, uh, I'm try, trying to think of the correct word. Did you say um, like pro mental illness and things like that? Like sometimes videos blow up so quickly um, that they've got like like you know I know that sometimes um, uh, TikTok will strike uh, a video for breaking community guidelines, but sometimes like these videos that are like pro uh, pro mental illness and pro suicide they'll literally like the videos will go viral and some they sometimes they won't even get a community guideline strike or they'll they'll get one when millions of people have seen it and it's almost like the damage is done then it's like you know like why like why would you allow a video like that to go viral um when it can have so as you said there's so many young children as well on tiktok right as young as you know i've seen kids as young as like four or five pop up on my for you page i think you know i it's it's just it's such a you've got to be so careful on these platforms because at the end of the day not only uh do you have like young people but also like any at any age like seeing negative comments and stuff like that 
um, seeing negative comments not only on your videos but on like someone else's videos can have a really bad impact on you instead of seeing these videos that promote mental illness and stuff like that and as you say like um uh slam like uh, a ch- uh is it like mental health advisors and stuff like that I just think it's you know we have to be so careful about what's being what's being allowed to go viral I think that's what TikTok have to be careful of. they have to be careful of what is going viral um but as I said as well that I sort of was about to go off topic then so I won't go off topic but just like yeah I overall I think that there are there's definitely a negative side to TikTok I've definitely seen negative comments I've definitely seen negative videos that have got millions of views and I just think why why would that be allowed to go viral but yeah I feel like I'm rambling now so yeah so I'll, I'll finish there but yeah that's sort of the negative side that I've seen well thank you Charlotte um yeah I think that we've covered a lot of negative points there, um, but righteously so, really, because they're really, I mean, even though TikTok can be an inspiring place and it can be beneficial to our mental well-being and it can uplift us in some ways, experiences and different hobbies, interests, whatnot, it can also bring us down. And I do feel like both of you mentioned that um, it can expose us to content that we don't want to see. And expose us to content that can actually trigger people especially and perhaps something that should be done really and on behalf of TikTok um, maybe they should actually imp- implement some kind of submission system to videos before you post them so it can be quickly reviewed before it's allowed to go online because I do feel like anything can be posted and like you said Charlotte um, it could get millions of views it could go viral before it receives any kind of community guidelines violation so I do feel like with videos like that um, there should definitely be a submission system or at the very least um, accounts should be put under moderation for a review system based on the content they post and feedback they get um, but yes um, we'll move on now to the final section of this podcast which is kind of like just our final thoughts um, so we'll start again with Harry um, what would you say is your ultimate verdict of TikTok and how does it affect your mental well-being overall? Um, I think for me, because I've had the past experiences with falling down the whole of pro-self-harm, pro-eating disorder and all those things that triggered me and you know, made my condition worse when I really struggled, I'm very self-aware of what content I do and don't want to see. I know there is... Um, an option on TikTok where if you hold a video as it's playing, you can um, do something that says something like see, uh, see less of this and you can hide videos from certain creators. You can hide videos from certain sounds being used so that, you know, less um, less of that is shown to you on your feed um, and the algorithm changes for you. So I, I'm quite savvy in that sense and I've got like the beauty of hindsight. It just concerns me for younger people and those who are currently struggling with mental health um seeing things that you know is negatively feeding their um their illnesses and their their conditions um so for me personally I use it as light entertainment and I just do it in bite-sized pieces and I'm just aware that that's how I use social media you know I think after this year and after I've really struggled it's I've had to make the conscious choice of coming off of certain social media apps and like for TikTok for me I've not even got a profile picture I don't even think I have a, a, a an actual username it's just like randomly generated 
And I'm happy doing that. I'm happy being passive in TikTok and just enjoying the things I enjoy and um, leaving it at that, really, just to sort of look after my own mental health and well-being. Yeah, so that's definitely a point we should all kind of like be thinking about. Like, it's important to be mindful of our own mental well-being and our mental health, like what we're up to on a daily basis right now. And if any of you out there that are listening right now feel that um, the content that you're being exposed to on any kind of social media platform for that instance is triggering or draining or exhausting, then maybe it's time to just take a break and to just kind of like um, maybe just log off your socials for a day and have, have a break, have a moment to breathe, um, have a moment to pick up things that you've been putting off perhaps or hobbies or interests that you haven't been doing in a while. Like maybe it's time to start something new rather than going through the same routine of scrolling through your TikTok feed. But at the same time, um, like we mentioned earlier, I guess it depends what content you're exposed to and how often you kind of have to scroll through it. Because at the same time, coming from my own personal point of view, um, even though I believe that TikTok is, a, is quite a, a dangerous place, actually, based on the content that can be uploaded on there, I do also think that it's it's been very wholesome during lockdown on the whole um, because I do feel like there's been a lot of engagement a lot of people connecting together and I feel like lives especially or at least the majority of lives that I've been on have been very facilitating very friendly um, full of people making new friends and yeah it's just um, refreshing in that regard but um, Charlotte what, what's your kind of overall verdict or overall opinion on TikTok and how does it affect your mental health overall? Um, I mean my personal experience is that I, I've had a good experience on TikTok I'm very lucky I said I know, I know I've only I've got like a small following but the people that do follow me are, are very supportive and very kind um, so I'm lucky in that sense overall it has been positive for me it's a place for me I'm a creative I'm quite a creative person um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a writer, I'm, I'm a violinist and also be, so being in lockdown, I've not been able to do any of my like violin performances that I usually do. So for me, being able to be on TikTok has actually given me a place to sort of be creative. And also b before TikTok as well, I, I used to do um, when I was in school, I did performing arts and I did theatre. Um, I hadn't done any form of like, I guess, like not like acting, but like any form of like, yeah, so I hadn't done, really done like, any form of acting which I occasionally do and like any sort of like I guess like sort of stage performing work so I think in a way TikTok for me was a place for me to be creative um a place for me to um let out that side of me and every like and so I'm, I'm very grateful for the platform so that's been very good for my mental health um and then the fact that people have been supportive of me has also has also been good for my mental health as well as I said I am aware that there are negative side of TikTok so I'm also aware that you know being on it for too long is not healthy um but overall in my personal experience it, it's been a good platform for me to use and I, I genuinely enjoy using it and I enjoy talking to new people and um getting to know people so yeah that that's sort of my overall view of it thank you Charlotte so um now we're going to move on to kind of like a, a hypothetical situation question. So we'll start again with Harry. So your friend is thinking of making a TikTok account and is actually interested in being a creator of TikTok videos. 
what advice would you give them in order for them to make the most out of the experience? Um, I think like the best tip for anyone entering any sort of new situation, you know, is self-awareness, self-awareness of your triggers, of your boundaries, of things you know you can handle and things that you don't know how you'll handle. So it's always good to sort of have a plan of, you know, I might try this and this might be like a positive thing for me. Um, what happens if I get a negative comment? You know, it's sort of doing that. It's almost like a risk assessment, really. And I feel like we have to do that across the board for ourselves when we enter new situations. Um, so that's really my main piece of advice is just, you know, you've got to be your own best friend in this world and you have to look out for yourself. So if you feel like I'm a bit nervous about this, I feel a bit anxious, I feel like I'm going going into the lion's den, I'm open for like public critique, um, you know all that. So if you feel like you can handle it, then great. Um, but if you feel like you're quite sensitive or that, you know, that wouldn't help your well-being and it might actually hinder it, then maybe discuss it with friends um, and I guess tread lightly um, and see how it goes. You know, it's not like don't ever try anything new because we have to try new experiences. It's just being aware of your own personal boundaries, I guess. Yeah, so um, I definitely agree with that strongly, especially about the, um, the whole self-awareness thing. I think it's very important to be aware of the content that you can create and the even the backlash you might receive for it. Um, and just be aware that you, as soon as you post anything online, it's open to public critique, especially as we, as we touched on earlier, that TikTok has probably kicked off more than any other social media platform. So it's open potentially to the most critique. So it's just being aware of looking after yourself and being mindful of what you could be exposed to from people from all corners of the world. But yeah, moving on to, um, so Charlotte, um, is there any advice that you give a friend or a family member in order for them to make the most out of the experience of uh, making a, a TikTok account and using it to create videos? I'd say if you're using it just to like post the odd video every now and then, it's not really like, um, you don't really want to become like, you don't want to, I guess you don't want to gain like a huge following. You don't want to become TikTok famous. I'd say go, I'd say go for it. Um, but I would also say that you, um, if you're looking to gain a following and things like that, um, just like sort of like, as Harry said, sort of like do an assessment of it. Like say, like think about, okay, so people, when you make a TikTok account, like for me, people will find your account it doesn't matter who I said whether it's um whether it's your friends your family your workplace people you're dating they will find your account so always just be careful also always think about the content you want to make don't post don't, don't go posting negative things always think about what you want to make um don't never post anything that could be harmful or upsetting to anyone else um and if you if you genuinely want to do it and it's something that you think would make you happy and it would um and it would, you know, make your life better, then yes, go for it. Um, but as I said, also just be careful because some people can leave nasty comments. Um, so just sort of, I guess like, if, if someone needs, leaves a nasty comment on one of your videos or something like that, just, you know, know that you can block them, know that you um, can, can get rid of them. Um, they don't have to, you don't have to have them constantly harass you kind of thing. But yeah, um, if it's gonna make you happy, then go for it, do it. Okay, so um, that's some, also some very good points there. 
um, yeah, um, so moving on to the final point in this section, of the um, final section actually, but um, yeah, Harry, in your opinion, what is the most important piece of advice to be mindful of when using TikTok? Um, again, it goes back to the original point of um, that sort of the, the being aware of um, what you can and can't handle. Um, and I guess seek out the content that you want to see first, you know, make sure that's how you start your base because then the algorithm will be based around anything that they think you'll be interested in. So instead of leaving it to chance as to whether I'm going to, um, you know, run into content I don't want to see, um, you make the rules up, you know? So that would be my um, advice is really take control of the situation. Yeah, so that's a very good point there. Before we move on to Charlotte, I'll just kind of like give my kind of like um, top tip, if you like. For, for using TikTok. So um, from my point of view as a, just someone that watches TikTok videos, I'd say that if I was gonna give someone some advice using TikTok, it would be just to kind of um, be wary, like you mentioned before, Harry, pretty much, just be wary of um, yourself and how it's impacting on you, how it, how it balances into your routine. And of course, making time for using TikTok if, if it's what you enjoy and if, the content that you watch on there kind of um, inspires you or makes you feel good about yourself and your mental health. But at the same time, I imagine it's also important to um, to make sure that TikTok doesn't suck you in, like I mentioned before, and just to make sure that it doesn't kind of like leave you scrolling for hours and, and leave you procrastinating and then putting things off that you otherwise might get um, achieved in your day. So that's kind of like my top tip. Um, but yeah, Charlotte, what would, what would you say your most important piece of advice is when using TikTok? Well, Jack, I'd actually say that you and Harry kind of summed it up quite well there altogether. I, I do think sort of similar to what you guys have said, you just have to be careful and, you know, seek out the content that you want to seek out. Um, so like, I, I know like my mum, she uses it for like, uh, for like organising and cleaning videos and things like that. So use it. Um, use it carefully and as I said just never never leave a nasty comment no matter no matter what just as I say even if you see something like I know like this whole thing of uh, influencers going to Dubai don't leave a nasty comment educate educate in a polite way um, if you see something you don't like educate in a polite way don't go don't go leaving nasty comments um, so yeah so again I won't I won't ramble on but yeah similar to what both you and Harry said yeah, so I completely agree there. I think kindness is free. It costs nothing at all. And some people literally just go on TikTok and just troll for no apparent reason. So yeah, I completely agree there. Um, just, just be kind, really, and use TikTok as a, an avenue of positivity if you can. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much um, everything for today. Thank you for listening to our podcast on TikTok and mental health. If anyone would like to follow Charlotte's TikTok, I believe it is Charlotte underscore Rodriguez. Is that correct, Charlotte? Yes, that is at Charlotte underscore Rodriguez. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, we'll be linking that in the, the video description anyway, just in case anyone wants to follow Charlotte on TikTok. But, um, also, be sure to check out our social media for the Young Advisors. So our Twitter is C-Y-P-I apt mid YAs. And our Instagram is Midlands underscore YA. Um, yeah, so um, 
also stay tuned for our upcoming conference which is coming up on the 27th of february 2021 so towards the end of this month um on a saturday um we'll, we'll post an eventbrite link in the description as well because that um will obviously be taking place online through zoom because of restrictions um and yes before we say our final goodbyes just wanted to end with this statement that I adapted from a journal article. So despite the risks of TikTok, the creative nature of the app provides the artistic and social tools to be inspired by an infinitely diverse and creative library of life stories. So again, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. Stay safe when using the app and use it for positivity and be kind, I guess. So um Thank you and goodbye.